Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. And yeah, we've got a special episode today. Well, I guess I should say it is special. (laughs) Um, But today's episode is episode 64, so welcome. And we're going to celebrate today. This is my birthday podcast and my wish for you. So with that... Let's just go ahead and jump right in. So yeah, I'm actually, well, I wrote the, I have to be honest, I wrote the post on my birthday, uh, July 6th. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I, I'm not really one of those people like, it's your birthday, it's your birthday. You know, like, look at me, look at me. <laughs> like when you do when you're like 10, right? But yeah, I'm in a really good place. And so I thought this would be a super fun episode today to kind of do this uh, look at the first part of the year, the last year, right, in terms of business and in my life. And then we're going to go ahead and look at the first first half of this year and, and what, what I've done and where it's going. And so for those of you that prefer like just straight WordPress, you know, where it's what's a plugin, a theme or, or totally related to WordPress, this is probably not an episode for you. But hopefully there's gonna be a lot of gems in here for you. So I would encourage you to stick around. Actually, I was just thinking too, before we jump into that though, I do want to give a couple shout outs for some awesome reviews I've gotten recently. Um, and so if you're listening, this is the name that you left in the review, your iTunes username, right? So shout out to Yemen151 for United Kingdom. Thank you so much for that fabulous review. Um, <laughs> I totally appreciate that. You like that I like to make this fun. So thank you for that. Um, Another one we've got, this is funny, but it's literally <laughs> insert underscore nifty underscore nickname. So insert nifty nickname. Thank you also. I totally appreciate the five-star reviews you guys should make in my days. Um, and I'm going to do two more just to say thanks. Um, and I'm going to have to kind of just sprinkle these in. I know I've not been really consistent with including this, but I do want to say thank you. So another one to Samantha Meeker. Thank you so much. Pocket packed full. I'm reading right my need glasses here, packed full of delightful goodness. So thank you. And uh, Janice and Walters from the US, uh, Samantha's from the US too, as was insert nifty nickname. I don't know why you need to know that, but I told you. Uh, But Janice, thank you. WordPress happiness for real. So you guys rock. I totally appreciate the five star reviews made my day. So thank you. So let's jump in. All right. So yeah, I don't know what possessed me other than uh, I, I knew it was time for a solo show, and I, I've learned really to step back and start celebrating, right? I mean, if you don't celebrate where you are, what you've accomplished, or how far you've come, I, I, I kind of believe in this energy thing that are you going to be able to bring more of that into your life, right? So that's what we're going to do. And I'm all about celebrating birthdays, and I don't mean like big parties or I mean, and have at it. I've done big parties. Um, and I'm not saying I won't do them again. Uh, but I turned 45. So yeah, I'm not actually, you know, anti getting older aging. Yeah. And part of this whole aging thing, it's funny because I have been <laughs> listening to this book by Dr. Christian Northrup. It's called Goddesses Never Age. So sorry, dudes, not really applicable to you, but it's, it's an awesome book. And it's funny because 
what what stood out to me in the beginning of the book is where she talks about, and this is actually applicable to everybody. There is a difference between aging and getting older. We're going to get older. That's going to happen. And yes, there are certain parts of the aging process, right, that are going to happen also. But to a certain extent, we really have some control over the quality of our lives as we age, right? That the the better you take care of yourself, and that is not just in fitness and diet, right? But that also comes down to doing things you love, taking time for rest, taking times for joy and pleasure, and those fun things in life that make all of it worthwhile. Those are all going to contribute to the quality of your life as we get older. So I, I like that bent on aging. And I'm sort of one of those, I refuse to decide, or I refuse to buy into, well, this is happening because I'm getting older, or this is happening because I'm getting older. I don't buy into a lot of that stuff. So um, it's just interesting. There's something, it's funny because a couple of my friends, one of my really good friends, her birthday was in January. And like, I've got this core group of girlfriends from high school. And one of them's even from like elementary school. And we go way back. And one of them, though, she's like, I really don't feel like celebrating this year. And and we're all in the Bay Area. So we definitely get together, not as frequently as I'd like to, but often. Um, and for me, I simply appreciate the wisdom and the knowledge that you gain in life, right? When you get a little bit older. And the only way you get there is through experience. And this totally ties into business too, right? You learn the things that don't work instead of looking at something as a failure or this didn't, this launch didn't go well, or I didn't get as much feedback or engagement on whatever. You know, you just learn, okay, that didn't work that way. How can I tweak it? How can I adjust it? And so that's kind of part of getting older too, right? That as we step into new phases in our lives, you pull all of the experiences that we have and everything that we've walked through and been through and ups, downs, all of it contributes to who we are. So it's not about negating one thing over the other or one experience being more valuable. Obviously stuff, there's certain things in our lives that stand out more, but they all contribute to where we are. So as I've gotten older, I, I can step back and go, all right, well, that's just part of your process. And trust me, that is one that the therapist has been working with me on, I don't know, <laughs> five, six, seven years. Like it's just accepting. It's not the end of the world. It's just part of your process. And so you get through it and you know that, you know, this stage or this moment is going to get you to their side and just to experience it, not to feed it. Anyways, that's kind of a tangent. So one of the things that I did in this post, and for what it's worth, I have no idea this could be a 20-minute show. This could be an hour. <laughs> We're going to run with it. I'm going to use, again, I always write my show notes for the solo shows before I record. So I, I'm not just literally <laughs> running off the top of my head like I do in the car. But one of the things I did is I wanted to, I, I did like a bullet list, right? Except I had to use a star icon because, hi, it's my birthday. <laughs> um, and so here are a few things that I listed that remind me that getting older is actually such a blessing. One, that you're here, right? Nobody's guaranteed another day on this planet every day. So I I take that every day and I'm grateful (laughs) that I wake up and I'm six feet above ground. Um, All right. So here's my list of reasons why I don't mind getting older. First is that I trust myself so much more than I used to. And that goes across the board in business, in life, friends, family, relationships, whatever. And, you know, I think the benefit with trusting yourself in your business, and I've talked about this with WordPress and that I've sort of, not sort of, I guess I really have created my business to a way that works for me. I didn't go down a traditional web developer path. That was never my intention to begin with. 
But I knew that I didn't want to just be in this development space, right? I love marketing. I like connecting, engaging. Clearly, I like creating content, uh, you know, so those things, I, I just made it work for me. And, and as soon as I stepped into that, things have really blown up. And I've said this over and over and over again, that in the last two and a half years, my business has exploded because of the conscious choice that I made to show up as myself, whatever that looks like, good, bad, indifferent, whether people agree with how I do things or not. If the way I do things doesn't resonate with you, we were probably never going to do business or, or develop a relationship anyways. And that's cool to each his own. I have so much more appreciation for the simple pleasures in life. You know, I think when we're younger working adults, there is this um, this drive to achieve and it that has never left. But I, but I think that the desire to really soak up the moment I'm in has increased just tenfold. And it doesn't matter if I'm just chilling with the dog or floating in the pool or you know, on a fabulous vacation or masterminding or just, it doesn't matter where I'm at. I really have made a conscious decision that I want to be present and enjoy just the little things. Like I'm sitting here. I mean, I guess I could paint a picture for you. I'll have to put a picture of the office in here in one of the posts one of these days. But so I'm like, this is crazy, right? It's a Tuesday morning. (laughs) I'm chilling in a tank top and shorts in my home office. I got my juice. I got my water and I'm talking to my tribe. Like, that's friggin' awesome, right? And and my tribe is all over the world. Like you guys are everywhere. It's pretty friggin' brilliant. Okay. I am really fortunate to have a ton. Well, actually, all of my family is close by for the most part. Um, I have a couple aunts and uncles that are out of the state, but almost everybody, my parents are close. My brother and sister live in the same city. My aunt and uncle are close. I'm really blessed. And so I really appreciate that. Same thing I mentioned, you know, my closest friends that quick car drive. And and one of my best friends works with me now and lives in the same city. It's like, this is cool. Another thing is that I really value what makes us all unique. And I, well, I think this is a work in progress, but I'm really trying to see the beauty in everybody. And that means we may not connect on a personal level, level or you know, it may not lead to a friendship relationship, whatever that looks like. I mean, business relationships, whatever. Um, but I can still step back. And even though <laughs> Somebody may kind of rub me the wrong way. It's like, well, you know what? This is who they are and they've got their own path. And so it, it certainly removes friction and angst from your life when you can step back and see that everybody's of value, right? Um, I've learned to stop explaining the no's, which is, I think I've said this before, but one of the things my therapist had taught me was that no is a complete sentence. Let's go back to when you accept an invitation somewhere, you don't say, yes, I'd love to come because, right? But for some reason, we always say, no, I can't because, and we have to like justify it. And I just now, not all the time. I'm, I've gotten so much better at saying, thanks so much, but I'm not gonna be able to make it. And I leave it. I don't justify it. I don't explain it. I don't owe that explanation. And I don't mean that I'm not, that I'm being inconsiderate, but sometimes it's, well, not sometimes. If you need to take care of yourself, and you need to do nothing as opposed to going to something that you don't want to go to, then you do that, right? You have that right to do that. And that applies in business also. And I can guarantee you that when you start saying no to working with people that in your gut, you're thinking, "Mm, probably not what I want to be doing, right? If you can do that and you can say, don't do it. And and you can follow that that intuitive little, you know, nudge in your gut, it's totally going to pay off. Okay, and this one, this totally um, (laughs) 
hands down, one of the best lessons you can get in business. And that is that imperfect action beats no action every day. I cannot begin to tell you how many people that I've worked with or connected with. And there is this, this crazy, I don't know, I was going to say this need for perfection. But I think to a certain extent, and some people may take offense at this, but I think to a certain extent, that's just an excuse. This, I need to know more. I need to, I need to, this isn't right. This isn't right. You know, get it friggin' launched, put it out in the world. That is going to hands down teach you more or help you tweak it or master it or improve it better than you assuming that you need to go through a, uh, uh, you know, some, some crazy checklist and, and tweak it and perfect it. There is no perfecting, right? It's, if you think about mastery, and this was something that it's not that you've mastered something, but it is the, it's mastering something, right? And it's through the action and through the doing and through the application that that happens. Here's, here's a great example of this, you guys, specifically for business. And that is, so I've launched, um, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later in the show. So I've launched Influence Podcasting. It's a whole new division of my company where it's literally just a done for you, right? The client records, we do everything else. And it's it's a high ticket item. It's a high end uh, service. Now, the thing is, I've launched, I've had a couple webinars for it. And if you're on my list, you've seen that. And the conversion rate on the webinar has been good. But the the marketing, the advertising <laughs> sucked. However, I'm getting data, right? And when I realized that I was on the right path with this, that it was so much better. First, I did case studies, and I should probably do a whole episode on how I've launched this whole division because we're doing stuff that I've never done before with the WordPress chick and, and shipping physical things. And it's, it's really, really cool and printing custom. It's, it's really neat. I'm super excited about it. Um, but what I realized, first of all, is I was so passionate about this that took on a few case studies completely free. I was like, you know what? Th- these are going to be beta. They understand they're part of the case study process. And so we're creating systems. I'm using a tool called Sweet Process. By the way, if uh, if you guys want to look at an awesome tool for um, creating processes processes in your business, the link will be in the show notes. But it's just sweetprocess.com. Um, but... So the case studies knew that 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 was part of the deal, right? That they were going to go through (laughs) ironing out bugs and stuff. But all of a sudden now, so it's as soon as I got the case studies done and I invested in a mentor to help me with the webinar. So the content of the webinar kicks butt. It's great. I'm super proud of it. And it just keeps getting better. And I had to do the webinar, record it by myself for him to review something I've never done, right? I'm kind of a wing it when it comes to recording or showing up. I mean, I, I... have the presentation done and the content, but I just show up like I'm comfortable doing this. So knowing that, like, I'm so passionate about this, this division and, and podcasting in general that I'm like, okay, this is like, you kind of want to think of it like, you know, when it, when a baby starts walking just because they can't, you know, run a marathon (laughs) the day they stand on their legs and take two steps doesn't mean they're going to stop, right? So that's kind of the same thing. I figured, look, this is just going to get better and better. I'm going to have to keep refining the the marketing message, the target audience, how I market it, where I market it, what I do organically, what I do with paid traffic, all of those pieces, a funnel, testing a free plus shipping offer for something that people are like, wow, you know, or testing funnels 
within podcasting that isn't really being done where there's such this drive simply for listeners. And what about taking those listeners to the next step and generating quality leads? And I'm not saying I, I, there will be a point where I stop qualifying that it's all about value first, right? We're going to just say that that's assumed. But the thing is, I, I realize that it's so much more important to get it out there, get it done and start adjusting from there. So if you're somebody that's sitting on the fence or you're trying to perfect something, or maybe you've got a course or a website and it's done, well, that's great. But you know, you have no idea until you put it out into the world. And I don't care if one person buys it or two people buy it or you have to step into it. And it's going to have the more momentum you get in the doing, the faster this is going to happen. This totally made me think about um, somebody that I've connected with via Facebook. And <laughs> I know I've got a friend too who who had promised me she wouldn't change her website. This is not her. I'm like, look, don't change your site for six months. You need to put some, she creates a ton of content and value, like get something out there for sale. But there's this other person I'm thinking of who I've watched probably do, okay, six is maybe, four to five iterations of her website and relaunches them constantly. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, leave it alone. You're, you're never going to get data. You're never going to get any traction. If every time somebody comes to your site, can you imagine like if you're, fo- if you're following me and you go to my site and it's, okay, you see what it looks like today. Next month, totally different style, different logo, different colors, different everything. And then you go back a month later, totally different site. It's like, what is this, right? There is, there's value in having consistency with your brand and what you're doing. So stick with it and gather data and then adjust. Don't just, to me, all of those things are distractions. We got the imperfect action beats no action. That one has been drilled home. Um, another thing that I've realized getting older is that now I get to realize that all the hard work I've put into my business over the last seven years is paying off. And again, if you're newer at this, it will not take you seven years, but you need to show up now. That's the difference for me. Two years ago, two and a half years ago, I was like, screw it. I'm showing up. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. This is who I am. That's when things took off. Um, The best thing that I can do in business, in my business, is be myself. Same thing. That was that two and a half year mark where I'm going to just show up. So I'm telling you, be yourself. Be uniquely who you are. And that's what's going to differentiate you. Um, (laughs) Kind of a personal thing here. But, you know, as I've gotten older, obviously so to my kids, right? And I could not be more proud of who they're becoming. And to step back and see, you know, my daughter's going off to college, my son's starting high school. And I just, I dig the people they are, you know, that like, I always step back and think to myself, like with family, right? Because <laughs> I've heard, I've heard funny sayings about uh, your friends or the family that you get to choose. <laughs> God chooses your family for you or something to that. I don't know. But my point is that, you know, like my parents, I would be blessed to know them and have them as friends if I were not related to them. Same thing for my kids, right? My siblings. So it's just one of those things that to see them stepping into their own, um, it's just awesome. And I, I couldn't be more proud of them. Same thing, you know, with, I see my parents in a different light and, you know, getting to, to look at them as individuals and who they are and, and what they've done in this world. And, it's really neat to have that sort of observer perspective in your own life. And if it's not something you've done, dig into it because it's really cool. Let's see what else. Okay. <laughs> Being able to say that I still have my dearest friends in my life. I mentioned that over 30 years. Part of me feels like I'm not supposed to be old enough to say I've had friends for 30 years, but it is what it is. One of them for 40 years. I kid you not. We've been friends since kindergarten. Um, how about knowing that I've got friends all over the world? 
because of the risk that I took in launching this business. I've got friends in the States, friends in New Zealand and Australia. Yeah, that was you, Christine Sheehy. I hope you listen to this, Angela. It's just, it's crazy. Like all these people all over the world that I've had the blessing of connecting with. And like, I feel like I could hop on a plane and go to these countries and and like just chill and hang. And it's just, it is really, really cool. So you look at, I think a lot of people think that where, you know, the internet has made us more disconnected, but I think it's what you do with it, right? It's look at the connections. It's like all of a sudden this, this global economy, this global opportunity, on one hand, it's huge. On the other hand, it's small. Like we can really connect with people all over the world. Um, here's one of my favorite statements, and that is that I get to choose, right? This was a realization that came to me a couple of years ago, and it's taken some time to step into it and really own it, but I get to choose. I get to choose who I work with, what I do, how I work, when I work, you know, who I allow into my life, the things that I go do socially, <laughs> I joke around that, um, I don't know, some people might think I'm antisocial. I'm so not, but my life is so full and rich. Like my days are full with what I do. I do connect with people all day long, Skype, email, whatever, socially, all that stuff. And I'm not saying I don't go get together with people in real life. I do. But at the same time, I'm really content being by myself because like my brain doesn't stop. And I don't know about, I think this is probably true for many entrepreneurs. I'm not somebody like me and my business are sort of just one. I don't differentiate it. I don't like when I leave the office, which will probably be earlier today, just for a change of scenery and I'll go work in another room. But um, when I leave my office, it's still here, right? I'll hop on the laptop at night or whatever. Um, but I get to choose what all of that looks like. And, and it's huge for me that to step back and really own that. And I'm telling you again, when you listen to those, those intuitive nudges, right? That are like, don't take this project. Don't work with this person. And it doesn't have to be negative, but it's going to be so much easier when you say, you know what? I don't think this is a good fit or I don't have time on my plate. Whatever that looks like, you get to decide. There's no judgment about maybe it's just because you don't want to work with them. But you know that the kind thing is to say, you know what, I really don't think that I've got the bandwidth right now to do this for you. Whatever that looks like, you get to choose. There is something so freeing. And I know that sounds so simplistic, but, and maybe it was the time, the era in which I was raised, or again, my parents, God bless them, hardworking, you know, and it's just, you do the right thing, right? And so it's like this obligatory, say yes, take the, whatever, but if you keep taking on work that you don't want to do, you will never get to do the work you want to do. Um, like I mentioned earlier also, I've learned to honor the process. I don't think, I don't, did I share this? I don't know if I shared this with you guys and I apologize if I did. So when I came back, um, I went to Maui in, where are we at? June. <laughs> I'm like, what month is it? Hi, it was my birthday. You'd think I would get that. Uh, but went to Maui in June for my Empire Mastermind, which was just phenomenal. It was great because I brought my project manager. Um, like I said, he was one of my best friends. And so it was a super fun trip. And of course, those are those meetings are always ridiculously inspirational and, and, and motivational. And it was a little bit smaller group this year. Um, but it was so cool. We got to really deep dive into our businesses. But I came back and we flew in late, like landed in SFO, like at midnight, one of those, <laughs> you know, late flights. But we did upgrade to first class coming home, which there will be a point where that's all I fly, I can guarantee you. Um, just made it so much. It was just a lovely flight home. Anyways, so get in. By the time we get back home, like I said, she lives in the same city. It was, you know, like after one. 
And then Sunday was Father's Day. So wake up at 11, which Maui time was like eight. It's always, it's weird. I'm so used to being on the West Coast and being behind everybody. But then you go to Maui and you're further back and in and Hawaii. So I get up like at 11 and then have to be over at my sister's for Father's Day and a birthday celebration. And then my daughter reminded me we had her college orientation the next day in San Francisco, which to get to San Francisco at like eight o'clock on a Monday means leaving my house like at 530, quarter to six. So I was needless to say, my point is that I was fried, right? So by Tuesday, I had a couple calls in the morning. And then as soon as I could, it was, I don't know, 2.15, 2.30, I took a nap. And it, there was just, there was, it was non-negotiable. I just needed to close my eyes for a little bit. And it was one of those, like, you sleep so hard, like you have intense dreams. And it was like two and a half hours. And I kind of woke up like, why am I in bed? What day is it? Like one of those, right? Now, the old me would have stressed because... You know, I just come off, whenever I come back from a conference or a mastermind or or any sort of business related trip, your mind's going, right? You're inspired. You want to take action. You want to go implement. But at the same time, I also understand that I need to unplug a little bit. I need a little space to recharge. And so at first I woke up feeling like, oh my God, I've got so much to do. And especially being gone. I mean, it was a work trip. So we had laptops and and kept everything going. Nothing, you know, fell apart by any means. I probably should do a whole show on on finding people and hiring people because for a long time, I looked for people that were in this industry, people that really knew WordPress and grasped everything I was doing. In this case, I really finally hit a point where I'm like, look, I need somebody who is ridiculously detail oriented. We'll stay on top of things. Best decision ever. I cannot explain that, express that enough, excuse me. So That'll have to be another show because that's a whole other side tangent. But truly, so this nap, back to my nap, is, you know, I woke up and instead of feeling stressed or frustrated that, you know, I'd been home for a few days and didn't really get much done, right? Like the old me would have been like, all right, Sunday, you were home, get back to work Monday, like get into it. Well, I was forced, I didn't have a choice because we had to go to San Francisco State and do this whole tour thing, which was, it's crazy. You'd leave where I live, it was like 90 degrees. You get to San Francisco where, where the college is and it was like 55 degrees. Um, but I didn't have a choice, right? So what hit me was that this again is simply part of my process. Now that I know know this about myself, like instead of, which these were personal obligations, so no big deal. But next time, here's, here's a great example. I'm actually leaving for France this coming Friday, uh, the 10th. I'm taking a trip with my daughter for her graduation and we're going to the south of France. I have built in a window when I get back because I know that, well, time change to Europe is going to be a challenge in and of itself, but I know that I need some time to acclimate, right? So now that I've accepted that, like there is something super magical about saying this is part of my process. So if you can do that with every new client, here's a great one I see a lot of web devs do, okay? And that is... It, they love the initial connection, the possibilities, the consulting piece, the discovery process with that client. And then once the project gets underway, maybe even it's fun with the logos and the mock-ups, right? But then you start getting into the work, right? The the programming, the setting up, and the fun kind of goes away. Well, what if you just looked at that as part of your process? That you know that when you hit phase two of the project, eh, you get a little bit bugged or it's not as fun. And so first of all, it sort of diffuses that frustration because you know that this is just part of your process. And not to mention, you're in a better place to set it up to let someone help you with that piece if that's not what you want to do. 
All right. Lastly, and again, this is all sort of my why I don't mind getting older, um, is that I've learned that I will always take experiences over stuff. Mind you, I still like me some nice stuff. I am not negating the quality of things or appreciating some of the finer things in life. But hands down, you cannot, you just, you can't, you know, my daughter, and it makes me so excited that my kids have learned this. My daughter a little bit more than my son, um, age differences. But, you know, for my birthday, she surprised me and got me tickets to a show in San Francisco. And it was great because this is something she's learned. I love to do that, right? And it was cool too, because I realized Phantom of the Opera is back in San Francisco. So I'll probably take the kids to that. But but for her to say, you've done this for me, and guess where we're going tomorrow night? You know, it was just, it was awesome. And realizing, you know, there there's a fine line between planning and security and living here today and now, right? Making those moments count. And most of the time, there's a lot of times where it's it's the easy coffee, lunch, you know, grabbing a quick bite with a friend, that stuff is easy to put off. Um, but I'm trying to give that the same value as the big trips. Just make those experiences count. And it's those moments that that really, really matter that you're going to look back. You know, I, I think about that, that I get to have my friend work with me. And it's like, we're gonna, we had a blast in Maui. Plus, she got to experience what I do for like her stepping in to my world, right? Most of my friends still don't totally get what I do. They think I just do web stuff, which is such a, a small piece of my business now. But for her to get to to see that and me share, it's like, we're going to remember that forever, you know? So remember to make those experiences happen, make those moments count. And this ties in with you getting to choose. You get to be selective with what you say yes to and what you say no to. There's a lot of events and opportunities to connect and network, but I know myself well enough that first of all, I don't need another distraction. So if it is not directly correlated to what I'm doing right now, and it's something I can apply in my business, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go. I, I don't, I don't need that. I don't trust my brain enough to not want to go like, well, let's go set up a website for this, especially when you can throw up a website in an afternoon, right? So, you know, make those experiences happen. There's, you can always make more money. Um, and I am not, <laughs> I am not, disclaimer, telling you to go, you know, put yourself in any sort of situation that makes you uncomfortable in terms of finances, but make those experiences happen. I, I, I truly live by the motto that you don't regret the things you do. You only regret the things you don't do. All right. So let's jump into, that's my little personal tangent there, but the first half of 2015 has truly been amazing. You know, I put the intention out there a couple years ago that I wanted to travel more. And each year, <laughs> novel idea, um, when you set your intentions, but each year more travel's showing up. And so, so far this year, went to Vegas in February for my Empire Mastermind, and I just could skip Vegas for the rest of my life and it would be too soon. And that's not a dig to anybody living there. I'm just not, you know, a lot of conferences happen there because the amount of hotels and, and the deals and all of that, but it's just, I'm not a Vegas person. And, and even though it's close, it does, it's not a lot for me to fly there. If I'm going to go somewhere, I'd, I just would prefer to see something different or somewhere pretty. <laughs> so, But Empire was awesome in February. We, that's when we got to um, go race Ferraris. And that was friggin' phenomenal. And we toured Zappos. That was fun. Then went back to Vegas in May for funnel hacking. And that was an awesome trip. I did a recap on that a couple episodes back. If you haven't listened to it, um, I would definitely check out the funnel hacking recap because that event is now going to be in San Diego at the end of March. I already got my ticket. 
um, and San Diego, I may just drive. Just I don't mind driving. <laughs> I think as soon as you work for yourself and and um, you know you don't have to commute, which my few jaunts into San Francisco recently have reminded me how very grateful I am that I don't have to do that. Um, I never mind driving. I listen to audiobooks, pot, whatever. It's just like chill time for me. So who knows? Plus, it would be nice to have a car down in San Diego. But anyways, just FYI, that is end of March next year, funnel hacking. Um, then went to Maui in June, like I mentioned, and we stayed at the Waialea Marriott, which is gorgeous. Great time. We went snorkeling, Cataran, Mastermind, had some awesome dinners, got to hang out by the pool with my friend. It was it was great. Got massages. It was <laughs> It was an awesome week. Um, and then this Friday, like I mentioned, I am heading to the south of France. We are staying in a small town called, Kim doesn't remember the name, um, but it's in between Nice and Cannes. So that should be awesome. And super looking forward to that. And what else is coming this year? So I will be heading to Orlando, um, in October for the third and final Empire Mastermind. And then ready for this. So this is a shout out to anybody else in Ireland, but it looks like I am going to Ireland in November with uh, another good friend. So (laughs) I'm totally geeked. I'm a little tired when I think about it all. Like August, I need to stay put. Um, September, I'm like, I need to stay put. But who knows, right? I would, I I will probably say yes to an experience unless there is a real tight, you can't make this happen, right? But more than anything, you know, my business has grown exponentially this year, you guys. And it's, it's both in terms of financially, it's grown. And then in terms of taking things up a notch, which and it was kind of vague. So let me see if I can explain, give you some bullet points here, my sort of list, which of course, when I'm speaking, I'm they're hardly bullet points, right? Um, like I mentioned, so I hired a new project manager and she has absolutely made my life easier in terms of what I can focus on. She keeps me on task and we are getting things completed and the follow-up on her end has just been phenomenal. It is hands down one of the best hires I've made. And, and I just want to, I really am going to have to do a whole episode on hiring and finding people. Because the thing is, no matter what, whenever you hire somebody, somebody, someone, I was making up a word, somebody, (laughs) whenever you hire somebody, you have to be willing to put that time in to get them up to speed. And there isn't this, this person's qualified, here, go do this, it's just going to happen, right? And I see a lot of people do that, and they get frustrated, like they can't find good help, or they can't hire the right person. That is not the case. In my retail career, the company I worked for, they spent a ton of money on learning and development. It was hands down the best training program I had ever been through with a company. It wasn't like, here's a huge binder, read it, but but go be a pair of hands, right? It was a structured program that made sure that you got through everything, that you touched everything, and it was really supposed to be catered to the trainee's learning style. And so I think it's really important that when you hire people in your business, you need to make sure that you are willing to show up for them as well. Don't just hire somebody like you're doing them a favor uh, because you're paying them and you're going to give them instruction. You have to invest in the process and the training piece of it. You know, and I, I think back at this point, it's like, and it's forced me also because I care about her very much, you know, and, and there was a whole lot of discussion around this friendship comes first, but we have an actual business agreement. We, we made sure to put that down, payment, all of that stuff. And so because I want this to succeed and so does she, it's like we both kind of go the extra mile. If I have to make a screencast, I make a screencast. If you know she comes over once a week, if we need to do Skype calls, whatever, because we want it to work. And the more I succeed, the more I can pay her too. It, it's just a win-win. 
And for the first time in a long time, I feel like I'm finally getting the systems and processes down in such a structured way that I am able to focus on what I do best and what I love doing the most, right? And and that's to serve the people I work with. So if I don't have to be the one reminding people about invoices or going and doing timesheets or um, doing follow-up, right? So this whole influence podcasting, it is involved, you guys. I am still quite proud of my Gliffy, which if you guys have never seen that, go check out Gliffy. It's just G-L-I-F-F-Y.com. I'm not, I'm not a mind mapper. Um, it's a, I like stuff that's a little bit more linear, and that's what Gliffy does. You can map stuff out. There's a whole bunch of different tools in there. So I've mapped out this whole onboarding process. And with the onboarding, it states clearly like email one, email two, email three, what those emails are about. And then by doing that, I take that, I go write the emails, and then I go, here's the Gliffy, here's the emails, and she goes and puts it all in the processes. You know, we've got someone writing show notes and audio editors, so it's like, where do those people get plugged in? It's just, it's been a great process. Um, My project prices have gone up, my coaching fees have increased, and I'm coaching a little bit less so I can focus on the podcasting, because there is an element with, of the podcasting, that there's some coaching and, and work with those clients as well. Again, launched the whole new division of the company, the Influence Podcasting. I've had my best week this year. I did have a $24,000 week from a webinar, right? So that's where you go, this is it. This is, I'm on the right path. And again, it's part of you says, well, it's not just about the money, but guess what, guys? We're in business. When you start getting results and you make an investment to do something and then you double the investment, my investment in the webinar mentor was $10,000. So I made that investment back immediately, right? As soon as I launched this. So it's one of those things that you think to yourself, it's scary and there's those risks. And if you don't have that to invest, then you go out and you start selling something that's a higher priced product. And I'm not saying just just if you don't think something's worth, you know, a thousand dollars and you're currently charging one ninety seven, you know, just bump it. The value has to be there, right? But I'm telling you, you're gonna see a bigger shift in your business by adding some high ticket offerings to your business and that value is there if and you have to believe in that value but that's again another conversation um let's see i've stopped doing things i don't want to do which <laughs> when i went to funnel hacking in may i emailed um allison my project manager and just said i have to tell you this is the first time and i don't know how long that i've been able to take a trip and not worry and not feel like I need to log in and manage a bunch of stuff while I'm trying to soak up this conference or whatever. It's awesome. <laughs> so being able to step back, and I'll tell you, she, you know, you guys have heard me, I've got outsourcers, I've I've done a lot of hiring. I actually have a pretty, pretty decent sized company, I guess, at this point. But she's a US based employee. That is going to cost me more. Has it been worth it? Hands down. 10, just, I can't even put a price tag on it. It's absolutely been worth it. So at some point, you know, are you in a position where you can do that? You, you, you baby step into it, guys. This has all been a total progression in my business. When I started hiring and outsourcing was probably five, five years ago I started, but the full-time retainer types of people came four years ago and I just kept moving forward. Um, let's see. So stop doing the things I don't want to do. Podcast is still rocking, um, which, you know, I've got the Dream Press is sponsoring it. I don't know if that's something they want to continue, if it's something I want to continue. It's a little bit, I like having the freedom, um, but we'll see. I am still going to launch another podcast. Just that's going to be after France, the show up in business and life where I will not just be, which this is hardly a, a solid WordPress show today, right? But I probably won't be talking too much about WordPress over there. 
But this is hands down one of the most favorite things I do. And there's so many amazing stats out there, guys. Again, I'm not going to sell you on podcasting here, but I love it. You need to be creating content for your site. If this is something you think you want to do, take the ball and run with it. Um, Let's see. Yeah. And told you about my super fun uh, $24,000 week. I've connected with more amazing people. And I, I am so grateful for all the new friendships and the people I've connected with. There is not a day that I don't wake up and say thank you. I just going to make that super clear. Um, and here's the crazy thing. I'm really starting to love the sales and data side of things. Mind you, I don't necessarily want to be the one collecting the data and putting it into the spreadsheet. That doesn't get me excited. But paying attention to it and tracking and measuring, I know I've talked about it so much, but I'm starting to enjoy it as opposed to it being something I have to do. And the sales piece, man, I am going to get Tony Tiefenbach on this podcast. He is my other mentor with Adam Spiel in Empire. And he is brilliant at sales. He is one of the nicest, most genuine, kind people I know. And he's shifted my mindset on sales. So I think that would be a huge benefit to you guys. Um, so those are sort of my business growth for the first, that's just the first six months this year. Pretty friggin' fun, right? And so here's why it's time to celebrate, besides just kind of my points. But, you know, there was a time in my life, and it probably <laughs> six months ago, I don't know, last year, where I had a really hard time celebrating what I've accomplished and how far I've come. And there's a part of me that feels like, oh, are you being self-righteous saying this? But whatever. Again, the recovering Catholic in me. But, you know, somehow it felt kind of like I was bragging, right? But then it hit me. And this, again, has been through the help of my therapist slash mentor, as well as my mentors and empire that, you know, if you don't celebrate where you are, or how far you've come and what you've achieved, how are you going to go further, right? If you are somebody that believes in energy, whatever that looks like to you, and I'm not talking about religion so much as just kind of karma, what comes around goes around, right? When you put good stuff out, good stuff come back. When you show gratitude, more things come back. And have you ever heard that saying, like, have you ever noticed the, um, well, the saying I'm sure you've heard, but you know that that phrase of when everything's going, it's like, God, now it's t- I'm totally drawing a blank. I've gotten so positive, I can't even remember a negative saying. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, like when things go wrong, everything starts going wrong, right? But it, it, the flip side of that is true. When things are going right, it's like everything is going right. And that's what happens too with people in our lives. When you are emitting joy and gratitude and appreciation, and you start seeing that reflected back on the people around you, that's what's happening and will happen in your business, right? So when you are coming from a place of serving and value and integrity, does that mean you're not gonna have a bad day? No. Mistake, mess ups, not handle a project, a client, shit happens, excuse me. But that's, you know, those things are gonna happen. We're human, we're we're here, we're gonna make mistakes. But when you don't beat yourself up and hang on to that, isn't it weird that we don't hang on to the wins, but we hang on to the losses? We don't get stuck, thinking, I am awesome. You know, we get stuck on, damn, I blew that, right? I dropped the ball on that. It's kind of interesting. Um, so I think it's time just, I, I'm celebrating the fact that I am saying, hey, I've worked my butt off and it's paid. Um, and I love what I do. And I've created a life that I'm super happy about. So, you know, being transparent and being authentic means sharing both sides of the coin. The difficult times, and the fantastic times. And here's the kicker. I can guarantee you that when you show up as yourself all the time, you know, your right tribe, the people that are along that journey with you are going to be happy for both sides, right? They're going to, they're going to 
share the joy with you and they're going to send you their love when you're having those funky times. And I don't care if it's business or personal. Um, it, it's And mind you, I'm not talking about the trolls. And I swear this is a total side tangent, but why on earth people choose to expend energy to be nasty or negative is beyond me. Like, why would you do that, right? I have those pissy crappy moments. I am not going to post it to Facebook. I am not, I don't want to feed it. Why do you want to feed it, right? And you're playing small. You're keeping yourself in this totally miserable space. It's ludicrous to me. And that I'm not talking about getting it off your chest because there is something about venting and going, and we're done, right? My family and I do this little joke now. It's like, well, if you got something to kind of bitch about, it's like, and we're done because you don't want to feed that. I don't want to continue that. And there is truth to getting it out of your body. And there's also a way that when you get it out and share it with somebody, don't look for that person who's necessarily going to, you know, stoke the fire and take that poker and just where it's going to ignite another flame. You want that person that's going to support you and be able to hold that and let you get it out, but not encourage you to get more pissed, not encourage you to be more angry. And, you know, even sadness, it's, it's, you don't, you want to be able to hold that sadness and be in a space where you can honor it. If you got to cry, you cry. If you need to just talk it out, talk it out. But you know, that doesn't become who you are, right? That's not your soul story. So I just, I truly don't understand this, this, you know, need to be crappy or especially in this space, especially with online businesses. I've always wondered, like, why do you care how someone else is doing something? <laughs> this was, I, I didn't even know how to take this. When I ran the ad, I, I did, I ran some ads for uh, the Influence Podcasting webinar. Somebody commented on one of the ads. Here was the comment, go away or just go away. I'm like, what, why, what is it? Like, if you want me to go away, you engaging with me more is going to make you more pissed. Like, do you feel better? Because I don't even know who you are, nor do I care, right? So, and I'm going to just delete the comment. But the whole thing is like, I just don't get it. I don't know. That's a total side note. And here's something that I just want you to ponder and think about. And this is a tweetable in the post. So if you agree with it, cruise on over to the post, just the wpchick.com forward slash 64, and you can retweet this. But when you love what you do and you get paid with your worth, you don't waste time judging what other people are doing ever. You root for them to succeed, right? Why on earth would you want to negate? I, I think it's just the pissed off people who they decide that, well, you're making more money than I am. I work harder. They've got this self-righteous, I'm better because I quote unquote work harder. It, it's just, it's wackadoodle for me, to me. I don't get it. But, you know, the people that are there also, you know, they don't waste time braiding and judging other people because they just, they don't have time for it. And they also, they are coming from that place. Again, whatever languaging you want to use, but that everything is energy. And when you put negative energy out into the world, that's exactly what you're going to get back. Okay, so my wish for you for the rest of 2015 um, and what is happening, this clearly didn't, I didn't have trouble running for an hour with this. Um, I mentioned a couple trips uh, in the fall, super excited about that. August is going to be um, an emotional time. I am moving my daughter to school and she's literally going to be an hour away. But it's a big change in our life. She's living at school and... So it's, it's, um, it's, it's, you know, life's crazy. And and if you look at, you know, the natural progression of things that set us up and the fact that she's very independent and goes and has taken some road trips and is out and about and living her own life already is going to make it that much easier. But 
I can guarantee you, you know, I'm really tight with my kids. And so I'm going to be a weepy mess, but still super, super um, excited for that experience for her. So that's happening. Um, but really, for the for the remainder of the year, I have two business focuses. One is to grow the Influence Podcasting, which I will continue to do. There's a whole plan for that. And then I'm going to make some changes to the WordPress check. And I'm not exactly sure what all of that means, but some of it means maybe doing some more video because not only is it great for searching content, but it's fun. And I sort of miss the time playing with plugins and some of those tools. And I, I, you guys know me, I'm a geek when it comes to, to tools and resources. I love doing that. So I definitely want to get back into that. Um, I am going to run the funnel training. I mentioned that in the funnel hacking podcast. So stay with me. That's going to be August. Um, but it's just it's going to be you're gonna have to register. It's not going to cost anything. I don't know what this looks like. But I've got funnels to set up in my business. So I thought, why not just open this up? There's going to be some restrictions simply that you have to be implementing, right? Um, and so you have to be implementing and it's not going to be necessarily tech support. So if that's what you're looking for, I, this is for people who want to set up marketing funnels to get some automation going. And then I've got a few site changes that I want to set up too. nothing major. Um, but you know, doing some different funnels, maybe testing some other lead magnets. And lastly, we're gonna we're gonna end this show today with my wish for you. And it may surprise you because it's really simple. And simple, there's these things are simple, but uh, they're not necessarily easy. And that's kind of the uh, that's always a test, right? That's the kicker. But if you go to the post, you'll see these uh, under the bullet point of use your voice. And when it comes down to it, remember again that you get to choose. This is your business. Use your voice. You get to, to work with who you want to work with. You get to do what you want to do. Write what you want to write. Talk to who you want to talk to. You get to share your opinion. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Some of the best engagement and relationships have come from me sharing something that I was like, oh God, I can't believe I'm going to do this publicly, but hear my heart on this. It will pay off tenfold. I don't know what that's going to look like for you, but my recommendation was, would be to baby step your way into that, right? Test the waters like, okay, share this, whatever. And however that looks, you guys, I'm not talking about airing dirty laundry, but if you think you've been through something that can provide value and save someone else some headache or heartache, run with it. Trust your gut on that. You get to market the way you want to market. If you like long sales pages, go for it, test it. If you want to use language that 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 maybe somebody you know thinks is too hypey or too markety or too pitchy or is quote unquote selling without selling, screw it. It's your business. You get to market in a way that works for you. If it's if it's not, you guys have heard me how many times now, right? Like I like using funny language, silly language. I need to be myself. And I know that every time that I show up that way, it works. So what does that look like for me? Like it hit me so full on with with the ads that I ran that choked, you guys, choked. I lost a lot of money. I mean, not the, you know, but I spent a lot of money with very little return. Thankfully, the webinar converted. But it's because the copy that I used is not something that I would probably say, right? So remember that you get to market the way you want to market. Run with it. Charge what you're worth. Out of everything, you know, charge what you're worth, not what you think you should charge. I don't care if you've done market research and nine out of 10 other people 
That sounds like that gum dentist commercial. <laughs> but nine out of 10 other people are only charging, say, $1,000 for something that you feel like, God, this is like a $5,000 value. It's all in how you position it and the return on the customer. You know, just there are some people that are never going to have high ticket stuff. There are some people that are never going to charge more than $47 or it's like, ooh, 197 is a big deal for them. That sounded really snarky. But the point is, you get to charge what you're worth. You get to decide that. And it's also something I think you baby step into. Set those push goals. If it's something you were charging 197 for, can you go to, to 297, 247, whatever that looks like. And I'm just throwing numbers out here. But, it, you know, eke your way into it. But start doing it. Because I'll tell you what, I will take you know, one $6,000 client over three $2,000 clients any day of the week. And if the value is there, it's not just about making something cost more. It's it's providing value and knowing what the return is for the customer. Charge what you're worth, you guys. Did I get that across? Charge what you're worth. Um, own your value. Just, just own it. Again, two and a half years ago, I said, I'm showing up as me and there's value in that. And I'm not, I don't mean me as an individual. There's value in each of us showing up as who we are. Uh, so just, just own your value and, and truly things will shift for you. And most importantly, celebrate what you've done and who you've become in the process. Have fun with this, you guys. So happy birthday to me. I wanted to share just what the last year has been like. I don't know. Maybe this was a very self-involved narcissistic show. Hopefully you've gotten something out of that and just go use your voice. Make 2015. You've got, you know, we've got half the year left. What is that going to look like for you? Who do you want to work with? What do you want to do? What do you want to experience? You know, make those things happen, you guys. Have an awesome day. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you're up for it, of course, would love a review on iTunes. Head on over there. Um, and just thanks. It's been a fantastic year so far. And that is definitely, um, definitely because of you guys too. So thanks. And now I'd like to take a second to thank DreamHost, my new sponsor, the WordPress Chick Podcast. Super excited to be partnering with them. And we're going to go ahead and introduce you to DreamPress 2, which is a faster and more powerful managed WordPress hosting. Now with SSDs, PHP 5.5 with OP Cache, and optional HHVM, you won't find faster WordPress hosting anywhere. Hosted on virtual private servers, DreamPress 2 is a super fast and highly reliable managed WordPress hosting service from none other than DreamHost. They've added speed enhancing features such as solid state drives, again, the PHP 5.5 with OP Cache, and the optional HHVM, which is Hip Hop Virtual Machine. I didn't know what that was either. Uh, so you'll never again have to risk site slowdowns, website errors, or frustrated visitors. With DreamPress 2, you get a WordPress-optimized server environment managed by your friends at DreamHost so you can focus on creating amazing results. Here's what you're going to get with DreamPress 2. And I have gone through this whole process. You'll be able to check out the videos on my site, but know that I am using them. And this, again, is what you're going to get. 30 gigabytes of SSD storage, 2.1 million monthly visitors, auto-scaling RAM, automatic WordPress installation. It is easy breezy, like better than the one click. Unlimited email addresses, 24-7 WordPress support. You can't beat that. Control panel management. It's hosted on virtual private servers and they have an isolated MySQL database servers. So if you're looking for a new host, I, you know, I've tested a lot of managed WordPress hosting and I have to say that I am thrilled with DreamPress too. So go ahead and go to the WPChick.com 
forward slash dream press two. Leave me a comment. And if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. That helps a lot, but I would love a review in iTunes. It just takes a few minutes. Go over to, you know, you can subscribe in iTunes. Um, there is a link on the show note, but just look for the WordPress Chick Podcast. You can search it um, and leave a review. And um, we will be talking soon. 